0: you are listening to episode 163 of This is Type 1. Today's topic is three essential beliefs that you must have if you want a good experience of type 1 diabetes. Now, no one with type 1 diabetes asked for it. Unless you're one of those rare type 3Cs who requested the pancreas removal to fix a different and possibly worse problem. So shout out to Jen from episode 155 for that enlightening information. And also quick shout out to our supporters on Ko-Fi, that would be Ryan and Diana. Now that all being said, if you want to create a good experience for yourself with type 1 diabetes, you really can't leave it up to chance. The human brain will hyper-focus on negativity, and if you let yourself live on default, even with T1D, you will automatically find all the reasons why it sucks. I fully believe that type 1 diabetes gives us the opportunity to have better lives than we ever did before. But if you don't have these three essential beliefs, you're kind of hamstrung from the start. First, it's possible to have a good experience of type 1 diabetes. Second, it's possible for me to have a good experience. And third, that the metrics of T1D do not determine my worth as a person, nor do they define how good or bad I am at handling my diabetes. And I say good and bad in air quotes. Let's dive in. The first one, it's possible to have a good experience. Everything starts with possibility. If we don't think that something's even possible, it's so much less likely that we'll even try. We'll just put it off because that's not possible to us in our brains. And if you think about it, everything in the world was impossible before somebody decided it wasn't. Kind of trippy. It's going to take practice, effort, and intention to overcome believing that something is impossible. You have to question the status quo. Now, the definition of a good experience will differ from diabetic to diabetic. What's good for me may feel unattainable to you, and vice versa. So a question to end this one is, if you did believe that it was possible to have a good experience, what might that look like in general? All right, number two, it's possible for me To have a good experience. This is really one step up from something being possible in general. And that's when something is possible for you specifically. A lot of the time we think there's something wrong with us that makes it so we can't have or do the things that other people can. As if there's something special about those other people that made them more capable than you. Believing in possibility for yourself can trip a lot of you up. As if it makes you selfish or arrogant or whatever label you want to put on that. But that's really not true. If something is possible for you, why would that be selfish? Why would that be arrogant if you're believing that something is possible for you? I just, I literally don't understand when people say things like that. Believing it's possible for you to have a good experience with type 1 diabetes also means you get to create that experience. And that can be both exhilarating And terrifying, knowing that you pretty much have all the power of how you want to create your experience. If it's possible for you to have a good experience, how would you know you've succeeded? Coming up with all of the metrics or milestones for knowing what would be good, like a good experience for you can help you when you're setting goals. It can help you when you're in a down period. And it can help you stay out of the idea that diabetes sucks all the time and you just can't do anything about it because it is totally possible for you to have a good experience. Now, the third one is the numbers, the metrics, etc. Do not determine my worth as a person or how quote-unquote good or quote-unquote bad I am at handling T1D. Hear me. Perfection does not exist, not even with type 1 diabetes. You will never be 100% in range 100% of the time, it's just not going to happen. And we all know this intellectually, we all know that it's never going to happen. And yet we expect it anyway, and use those excursions as reasons to feel bad about ourselves. Hear me on this next one, too. You are infinitely worthy, as you are. Your blood sugars, your A1C, your time and range, your weight, how much you exercise... None of that adds to or takes away from that worthiness. Now, your brain will continue searching for ways to be perfect and ways to, quote unquote, make yourself better, even if you understand that intellectually. So just know that your brain is going to come up with all of these things that it wants you to do, like make it really hard to actually stay in between the lines by obsessing about staying in between the lines. I think that every excursion from your range, every failure, and that's in quotes as well, with your type 1 diabetes management, is actually an opportunity to be kind to yourself and purposefully practice creating that good experience. And when I say failure, I mean omission of expected or required action. And I actually love that definition so much. Inevitably, that just means not meeting the arbitrary expectations that you placed on yourself. Every time we experience failure, we're experiencing the result of us not taking expected or required action to meet an arbitrary expectation that we place on ourselves. Like, can you see how uh, just defeating that is? If we use failure as a metric of, of our worth with that definition, it just doesn't make sense. Knowing that the metrics don't mean anything about you as a person, on the other hand, does not mean that you'll then not care about your numbers. On the contrary, I think you're more likely to be kinder to yourself for the metrics that you consider unsatisfactory and be more willing to find ways to reduce how often you experience those unsatisfactory metrics because you believe it's possible to do so. Now, if you believe this, what might be different for you? Ultimately, it all comes down to how you think about type 1 diabetes. If you think it sucks, if you think it's terrible, if you wish you never got it, if you stay stuck in negativity about it, then that's the experience you'll create. But if you're open to the possibility of a better experience, one that could be the gateway to a life even richer than before your diagnosis, then your brain will start looking for ways to make that true. It's not about completely removing the negative aspect, like far from it but it is about being open and willing to experience all the emotions that diabetes brings up without judging yourself for any of them. Now it's your turn. Do you have these three essential beliefs? Do you disagree that these are essential beliefs? If so, I'd love to hear from you. And even if you don't believe them all, all of the time, I'd like you to figure out for yourself which one you think is strongest for you and which one's the weakest. And remember, no matter what, you control your diabetes. It doesn't control you. Hey, if you like what you're listening to on this podcast, you have to join us in the half dead pancreas club. It's my private community where you'll connect face to face with other people with type one diabetes, get personalized emotional support and learn how to handle anything T1D throws at you. Join us over at inspiredforward.com slash community. I can't wait to see you there.